How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. How's it going, everyone? We got another episode of the show. Uh, again, we're uh, we're it's sooner than two months, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. We're doing a little better. Uh, This is not going to be a Batman episode, though, and for a very good reason. As you saw from the title, we're talking about Top Gun Maverick because the movie deserves for us to do a whole episode on it. Yeah, it's finally a good movie worth talking about. Uh, Well, I mean, we've had a... It's been a good year already for movies, but this is definitely a movie that I like deserves its own spotlight yeah yeah it's not just a good movie it's a great movie it's it's a near it's a pretty much perfect movie um perfect summer movie oh yeah yeah exactly and and we're, we're gonna talk talk all about it for sure um and there's a few other things I that we'll talk about because we we were just talking about before we went on the air we're talking about some of the box office stuff and there's just I don't know. There's some interesting stuff. There's some interesting uh, stories, apparently, behind the scenes that happened with Top Gun with some of the flying. Um, I can imagine. So, uh, yeah, that'll be the most, you know, that'll be mostly what we talk about. Um, So before we get into that, uh, just real quick, there's just a few things. This is the segment. We should we should officially name this segment as news that has happened that we don't care about, but we'll briefly (laughs) mention anyway. Um, yeah, pretty much. There's a Black Adam trailer. Didn't watch it. Don't care. Um, I watched it. There's uh, going to be a least... Joker. T- okay. Uh, do you want to talk about it or not? I mean, I watched it. I think I did. And it was like everything that I hate about movies now. Like, okay, yeah. it's the here's a funny moment where the music cuts out. Here's all the CGI fire and explosions. And here's the rock who's who's a bad guy, and... but he's the good guy of this movie. Ooh, so edgy, and it's like I, 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 I don't care. That's more cape. He's a, crap. he's a bad guy. Like not even just a bad guy. He's like an arch villain. Like this is. Anyway, it's ev- that that in a nutshell is everything I hate about movies. Um, yeah. So don't care. Uh, the jo- the Joker two. We're getting a oh sequel. Uh, we knew it was gonna happen, but we were still kind of secretly hoping it didn't. But we knew it was going to eventually. We make a billion dollars. Yeah. And um. It, uh, it's, it's, it's what it's, uh, uh, I, I don't speak French. I don't either. It, this sounds like I'm, I'm really hoping like Todd like Phillips, fo- foil, foil, ado, whatever the hell. I don't, I don't give a crap. Something. It's pretentious crap. It's so stupid. Um, but I love it. I love how stupid it is. Cause it almost feels like Todd Phillips is memeing all the people who are like, you know, who made the Joker <laughs> out to be this masterpiece. Cause he didn't want to do a sequel. And of course the studio is like, no, you have to. So I really think he's memeing at this point, like, all right, I'm going to make it a musical. <laughs> now, if that's the case, it might be worth watching. Right? If it's a total, almost parody, that might be worth watching. Remains to be I, seen. Yeah, just, I don't think he'll go that far. I just don't think he no. has the balls. But that would put Todd uh, he Phillips... Might. That might put Todd Phillips right, you know, off off the crap list and maybe back up to hangover Starsky and Hutch status for me. So Right. I mean, like I would love to see that because of course even I hated, you know, the Joker. Yeah. I thought it was stupid. But uh like I mean, if anyone would have the balls, it would be a comedic director like him. Although so... with the talks about how Warner Brothers want to make him their like big uh, Kevin yeah, Feige, that's I feel like he wouldn't want to jeopardize that, so yeah. More than likely, this is just like pretentious nonsense. I mean, you heard the latest news, right? About how yeah. Lady Gaga is going to be Harley Quinn. Yeah. 
that well, like, yeah. killed me. I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't care. Like, that didn't even make me mad. No. Like, I don't care. Um, I, I'm just like, more Harley Quinn? How is that even possible? It's... I, I don't know how you're surprised. You need to not be surprised about know. stuff like this. Um, and, I mean, and Lady Gaga is good. Uh, you know, yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. If you if you're doing a musical and, and you know yeah. you need an actor, sure. But like, my I, God, but, uh, we don't care. I mean, it's just no. We don't want to see Harley Quinn at all. Period. Um, no, I, I don't want to see anything Batman related that doesn't specifically have to deal with the current batman like yeah and i don't want to see and no villain movies villain movies always and i say this in bold letters always suck i don't care if you like it you're wrong like they're not good they don't work the antagonist cannot be the protagonist no it doesn't work because either because they're the only thing you can do is make them a protagonist yep and then they're not the villain anymore. And then they're not the character anymore. Yeah, I don't understand. No, we've talked about it on the show before. I don't understand this push to just homogenize everything. No heroes, no villains. Everyone is the same. Oh, it's awful. I hate it's it. It's terrible. Like, nothing, nothing can be evil anymore except for your generic evil businessman. Bad unless guys. unless like, you're a white male, then you can be evil. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's like we're seeing that with everything. But it's so annoying because... I don't, yeah, I hate how, like, every villain, any movie you can think of, well, what about, like, no, especially a superhero genre, like, you're never going to get a natural born killers where the, the main characters are actually terrible and evil and irredeemable yeah. in every way. Which you're I don't not really like that, that movie either, but. No, why would you? No, it's retarded. <laughs> but it's like, you're never going to get that with a, a comic book. Um, no. No property and but and it also like it doesn't bomber. work like that's no those aren't good movies either like no a villain as the central character does not work if they are if it is a character that was designed to be a villain now you can have you know heroes of a story that are terrible people sure but again it's the way this the, the character's crafted and the actual narrative is crafted um so i mean that is possible yeah but not when they are the established villain with an established hero. That's no. when it doesn't work. And no. yeah, it's just you know, I I just anyway that that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, that's dumb. I don't care, but we cared enough Sounds to like talk about it for kind of five minutes. But anyway, <laughs> um, I don't think there's really any more superhero news. Ah. Uh... God, was there anything Marvel related? Not really. Um, again, there's like shows and stuff going on. And I don't care. Um, yeah, who cares? Okay, this 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 I got to mention. Did you see? Just came out today. the The first picture of Ryan Gosling from the Barbie movie. <sighs> yes, I saw it. I thought that was fake for all all day until <laughs> right? one of my coworkers told me it wasn't, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> I have no idea what they're going for with that movie. Because isn't it Greta Gerwig who did Little Women? I have no idea. I didn't even know this was being check. made. I so knew the movie was being made. I knew Margot Robbie was Barbie. Of course. I didn't so know like, any of okay. that. But um, like, I have no idea what what tone they're going for. But then apparently, yeah, but then apparently, they're not using the Barbie theme. No. Why? That's like the easiest thing in the world to do. That's like That's, rule number one. 
Yeah, that's what I don't get because you hear that and you just imagine like a crappy Sony adaptation of like Barbie. You're like, oh god. I and just if, imagine. if they made it, if they fully went in for that, it might be good. Right, because then they, they would fully actually went use in the song to the everything. goofy, like to that whole aspect. If they committed to that, especially yeah. with that director and these stars, it actually could be watchable. No, I, I think they're going in some other serious or like serious, but obviously tongue in cheek, which is like the worst combination. I don't, I don't know what they're going for, but yeah, it, it's like they're just trying to act like this isn't the most like shallow, disgusting cash grab because they're getting like talented people. <sighs> I don't. I don't care. Anyway, uh, I didn't no. even want to talk about it that much. I just wanted to mention it because I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it's um, hilarious! And also, that movie comes out the same day as Oppenheimer, so you couldn't have like two different <laughs> movies coming out. <laughs> what a double feature, man! Um, right, right. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I don't think there's anything else, unless I'm forgetting anything. I thought there was, but I guess it's not worth noting if I can't remember. I guess not. Um. Okay, real quick. I finally bought the Blu-ray of the Batman. Um, ah, you beat me. I've been mean to. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about it because it's just been on HBO Max. And I was like, wait a minute. It's Blu-ray of this. And, oh, uh, absolutely. Top tier special features. Real good. Ooh, There's a whole yeah. like 55-minute documentary. Um, and oh, then beautiful. multiple featurettes with the, the, the car chase, the... Mm. You know, a bunch of different aspects of of that stuff. Um, you know, the casting of Robert Pattinson. Just uh, it's it, it's good, real good, good bonus stuff. features. I'm I'm nice. real real mad. There's not a commentary. Ah, there isn't. No. I, isn't there one on like iTunes? I think. Uh I I don't know, but there's not be. one on the on the Blu-ray. There's oh, commentary funny. for the deleted scenes, but there's not the whole film commentary, which sucks. Um, Oh, Oh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. I don't know how much you've seen though, or if you even care, but uh, this reminded me because this kind of ties in with the Batman just a little bit for me, not really, but for me, Uh, did you, uh, you don't watch stranger things, do you? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Well then fine. Um, well the fourth season of stranger things, I finally finished the first part. Right. Uh, the first season of Stranger Things is phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. Great season of TV. Second season is kind of... It's fine. It's fine. Third season sucked. Right. And so I didn't... I haven't cared. And that came out in 2018. The Jeez. third season of Stranger Things. Like four years ago. God. And uh, I watched it all in one day on a road trip and forgot all about it. And didn't yeah. care. It, you know, it, it was not good. It was one of those things where like this was a great show. For the first season, and then the concept was kind of done, and then it's yeah, kind of them yeah. stretching. Yeah. I will say they this fourth season far better than the third season, probably better than the second season. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I I hate. Okay, there's like five storylines, and I hate two of them, uh, where I skip every time. Anything with Wilona Ryder, that is the worst character in the history of TV. I hate yeah. that character so much. I like Wyona Ryder, and I think she's playing the character well. And I think she—it's a in the first season she was annoying as the psychopathic mom whose kid is lost. So like, 
I get it. Right. Like, I understand this is probably how these people would react. I hate watching it. I but, hate watching yeah. the psychopathic I parents. I just, Especially because she got all the praise. Yeah, but I understand. Like, I can't hate on it too much because it's well done and it's it's real. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. don't enjoy it. Um, no, I know what you mean. She keeps being that type of character all the time and now is, like, infiltrating Russian prisons and stuff. And you're like, what? Yeah, no. How did we get here? Like, how did we get here? This is t- so bad. Everything with the Hopper character is that whole storyline is just awful and does not need to be there. It's yeah, just they really pointless. kind of butcher bad. That's awful. And then I guess it's one one A and one B. That and then with the one writer and uh, I forget the actor's name. He's Arnie Palmy from Other Guys. Oh yeah, isn't he the like the teacher or something? I don't remember. I hate him. I only like him in the other guys. He's perfect in that. <laughs> but I don't like him in any other role. And yeah. he's he's unbearable. So it's them two, the worst yeah. duo of all time, trying to find Hopper in Russia. And it's all it's just dreadful. I hate it. It's so bad. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. So I'm like torn with this season. I love both the things with the kids. There's two different groups. The kids have been kind of split up. And so there's yeah. two kid groups with different with stories. Both that's good. They end up having Eleven split off at one point, and her storyline's really good. That other stuff is unwatchable. So yeah, that, that sounds her. pretty like detached. I'm like they're just trying to come up with something for to keep Winona Ryder and yeah. what's his name. They should have left Hopper dead. They should have had him be dead. Big sacrifice. Yeah. Big go out. They should have left it at that. And it's um, too much of a fan favorite. Which is which is true because he's a great character and David Har- sure. Harbour is awesome as that character in this show. Yeah, but it it should have been done. Um. Oh yeah, it, yeah. Any anyone? This is spoilers for Stranger Things, I guess. If you wanted to know that, sorry. Um. Oh well, yeah, The ending I of that. this first part really solid. I liked the twist. Um, nice. It, it, they tied in the other story threads again i don't count the russia stuff at all they tied the other story threads nicely together added a few things an interesting story with 11 they added in you know like the number the number one like patient zero of the experiments yeah, that, that was cool um how do you know i've seen people talk about it oh. I've like it's always in my feed so like i know about the monster i know brief stuff and i saw the terrible like where winona Ryder and hopper is I'm like what yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, so i know briefly what's going on okay well that reveal was awesome that was really cool oh this is number one he was there he's he's also been the villain this whole time from yeah that's cool but then it was one of those things where as i thought about it it makes less and less sense and it uh, makes yeah. no sense now now they do have a whole second part of the season so maybe some of the stuff will be answered. It maybe makes why Eleven can beat this guy makes no sense. The little kid Eleven who couldn't even move something a second ago is now banishing him to the to another dimension after he just single-handedly kills everyone in the place. Okay, yeah. fine. Explain why. Like, she's the 11th person here. He's the patient zero. Like, he was not one who... 
got his stuff because of whatever. Like he he already had it. He was the first one, the most powerful one. These are just the next ones. So I'll buy that 11 can be better than the other ones. Okay, fine. Some people are just more talented. That's fine. They're all kind of in the same boat. He's not. Why yeah. can she just beat him? Again, if there's a reason, that's fine. Like, I don't mind. It's just like, explain it. Because And also, why didn't she just kill him? How does she just magically send him into another dimension and turn him into a wizard? Like, I don't. It, may, it came out of nowhere. It's just like yeah. everything else is just normal killing. Kill, kill, break neck, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden they're like battling each other. And then she like sends him into this other dimension and breaks open a rift in space and time. And you're like, where did this come from? So, yeah, maybe they'll explain it. But that's a classic case of, yeah, where you can tell, you know, a character that was never mentioned before has been written to the story. Right. Yeah. And know, that's, that is a problem. There's always like, that's 100% a problem. This character was never yeah. supposed to be there, but I'll let that go. Cause that's all TV shows. Of course. That's fine. That's not my problem. The problem is like the stuff within the world that's happening. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like he can go into other people's minds and cause them visions and stuff like that. We've never seen that before. And now all of a sudden that's like the other dimension. Uh, and it's like, where did this come from? Like, so anyway, it was one of those things where as I was watching, I liked, I was like, oh, that's a good, it, it ties these pieces together. It's interesting. That's a cool idea for a character. That makes sense. And I still do think that, but there's a few things where I'm like, this makes no sense. I've been watching too many EFAPs where I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. It's thinking critically. Yeah. I'm like ruining yeah. stuff that I enjoyed. I was like, crap. Yeah. Overall, I still liked, I still really liked all that stuff, but uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. I'm hoping they answer some of it in the next part and it kind of helps it, but we'll see. Um, uh, oh, uh, okay. This is with the tie in with the Batman. That guy should have been the freaking Joker. Uh, Jamie Campbell. Uh, whatever his name is, I don't remember. The the patient zero or patient one, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know he the actor. Yeah, yeah, should be the joke. He's got the face. He, uh, yeah, he does. What, what's his name? Aaron from Bat in the Sun. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy who plays the Joker and all those, where he doesn't have any yeah. prosthetics or anything, he just can do that face. This no, guy right. can do that face. He's got the same totally, face, yeah. the structure, the smile. Yeah, he's, he's got the creepy, creepy voice. Like he's awesome and i'm sitting here watching this and i'm like oh my yeah. gosh matt reeves you're a retard why in the world did you pick that idiot who sucks and a terrible version of the joker when you had this guy sitting here who should have 100 percent been cast like as soon as you see the guy and like see him speak and smile there he is that's the joker this this is the joker yeah no he's totally a little bit missed better. opportunity Missed opportunity, and I'm real mad about it. Because now we're going to get some shitty Joker in this The Batman at some point. Hopefully not yeah. the next movie, but at some point. And <laughs> I, I, I keep hoping Matt Reeves like, just forgets about it. Like He's like so excited about all the other villains. And then I before too. you know it, Robert Pattinson's like 50 years old. It's like, oh, we, we missed our opportunity. It's like, oh, crap, we never went back to the Joker. Darn. Uh, I, I kind of do, too. Um, and again, okay, I, I'm hating on him. I, I got nothing against that other actor. Um, and again, he might be good. We don't know. I didn't like it. I don't eh, like the choices that no. are, that have been made. That's more of what it comes down to. The The performance might be good. The story might be good. But the choices that have been made so far, I don't like. 
Um, yeah, nothing, nothing blew me away. Uh, the best thing ever is that they cut that stupid scene from the movie. I'm so happy. Oh, absolutely. That. It's just yeah. that whole thing the, from concept to execution to choices is terrible. I'm sorry. It's just bad. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was my connection to the Batman. That reminded me of Stranger Things because I was thinking of the Joker and the bonus features. That's a good and then point. I was like, yeah, he, oh, yeah, this other good. dude should have been the Joker. Yeah. Also, I think part of it, too, is because the Joker has gotten so big, it takes a certain actor. Like, they'll only consider a certain, like, caliber of actor. And, like, that Jamie they Campbell the guy. the dude is, who's in the Eternals. Yeah, but he's been in a bunch of, like, other indie films. Yeah, and he's got he's that in kind Dunkirk of, and... Yeah, people love him as, like, this indie weird actor who, like, anytime he's in the movie, you know, unless it's the Eternals, you know, yeah. it's going to be, like, a weird kind of... But, so, like, Jamie Campbell, the guy who's in Stranger Things, like, this is really the biggest thing he's done. Like, there's some failed, like, YA uh, movies and stuff. So, I feel like he's just probably considered, like, still a TV actor and therefore yeah. not big enough for the Joker. But for me, I'm like, get someone, like, if you do get the Joker and we have to get more of him, get a completely unknown. Yes. Like, that's what I want. I don't want, like... Oh, uh, freaking this huge A-list actor is playing the and Joker. And get like, someone uh, who can actually play him and yeah. looks like him. Like someone not just, yeah, like you said, not just for name power or whatever. Oh, this big star. We yeah. think he could pull that off. No, no. Why don't you actually pick someone who can pull it off regardless yeah. of who the, yeah, I agree. But the whole time I was just so frustrated watching this whole end of Stranger Things and his whole monologue and everything. I'm like, this is so good. This guy is so good and he should be the Joker. So, ah, uh, cause he, he could totally do the, like the subtle Joker that we haven't yep. had him forever, which he like, that's what 100% I want could do the dark Knight returns Joker. Oh, yeah. 100%. He's got the voice down. He speaks super quiet and this, I, I love that. I love that. And then he, and then he, gets up and gets mad and his brow comes down and his mouth goes up and it's just like face is like shaking oh. if you watch anything just watch the last episode of this uh first part of stranger things just for all the stuff with him and 11 so good yeah i'll probably do it really really good and you'll get mad because you're just sitting there and you're like this why why could someone have not shown i understand it wasn't out yet but why could it's been there for years why couldn't someone have shown matt reeves this and been like here look at this this is your joker oh if i'm matt reeves i'm i might sorry barry we like you but you know we got a better option anyway um but yeah, so I want to mention that, and that just comes from, I finally got the Blu-ray of the Batman. Definitely worth it. Worth getting the Blu-ray. Oh, uh, also, uh, sorry, talking about the bonus features. It, it just gives me more praise. I think we'll just talk about the Batman in every episode at this point. Um, Why not? I have even more of a respect for that movie than I already did, just seeing Ooh. how they made it. Because it's just, th- that is the way, I hope... Same with Top Gun. I, I hope yep. both these movies, people take note of this and make movies like this. You use the practical stuff when you can. Yep. It's so yep. much better. And then, you know, you accent it with everything else. Like, they did such a good job with CGI in this movie. They created Gotham. Like, they created yeah. a new city. All of it's created. That those beautiful like rooftop shots, like um, you know, like the scenes with, the with Batman yeah. and, and Catwoman and stuff on the building and yeah, whatever, yeah. you know yeah. that's all fake. Yeah, 
That's all fake. It was done with those like uh, L- LCD L- LED screens now. The volume. Yeah. Instead of called. yeah, instead of uh, they're they're moving on from green, green screen, screen, and now they're doing it's better because it, it it lights the characters, yep. it lights the actors. Yep. It's not a- and they're they're like in the scene. Flat. Yep. They can and see. They can it. react to what's behind them. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. I didn't. I mean, I I kind of knew that, but I didn't realize how much of that. I think was it's uh, a game changer. It was done, and then I'm watching like them film those rooftop scenes stuff. I'm like, this looks gorgeous and it's all yeah, fake like, when i watched the movie yeah you never would have guessed it was fake you're like god how did they get this perfect sunset and it's like oh that's how and it looks great i never would have known and you know me i'm the biggest like mm-hmm. cgi critic and you know as soon as i see it, i'm like Ugh. but yeah. no i'm telling you dude like the last eight months between like dune the batman the northman and now top gun yep i'm like this is how movie making should be this is what i want i want big budget movies that are still made with craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. And because of it, I, it's sad. I haven't been able to watch an MCU movie now because yeah. I'm worried. Even the ones I like, like Winter Soldier and Civil War. Except I know, for Iron Man. I watch, Iron Man yeah, except for Iron that Man. holds up. That's true. It was still kind of made in the old school mm-hmm. way. Yep. But I know like the Phase 2 and Beyond movies, I'm going to watch them after watching all these movies and be like, there's no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. And, uh, yeah, so just watching, and again, I already knew all this stuff. Like we knew all how it was made and all this stuff, but just watching it in that like documentary and just watching it actually happen and the stuff they went into it. It's just like, it's just, so even like the car stuff, like all the car stuff is real. And then when they shoot like the hero shots, they use those screens around like an actual car that's on gimbals and they pelt it with rain and everything. So everything's like in camera. Like, it's so good. It's so well done. And you're like, this is the perfect way to innovate, use computer, do all that stuff, move filmmaking forward, but still have it look real. Yeah, it's just, it, it was, yeah, it, saw, it, it just um, even gave me a more, even even the vast respect I already had, it even made that go up. Oh, totally. I saw a really good video on YouTube that talked about the difference between the Batman and Spider uh, Man. It was like, both were made during COVID mm-hmm. and they are night and day in terms of quality. It's really yeah. good. Cause yeah, it talks about everything you're mentioning. It's oh like, yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. And on top of that, with all the COVID stuff they had to go through and deal with, it's just, it's, yeah, there's no excuse. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it still looks incredible for yeah. a fraction of the budget than most Marvel movies. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was still what 200 million budget, but, no, but, yeah, but no, it was 200 million. For, I mean, for when all of a sudden, no, 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 it was 200 million. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Double check. Yeah, the uh, the 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 budget was 200 million. There's no way they could have done that with 100 million. Probably just the Batmobiles themselves were 100 million. Let's see. Keep talking. I'll, I'll let you know. Oh, I, yeah. But, yeah I remember, but, 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 um, but regardless, it's still way less, definitely way less than what we have from all these other ones and looks just a million times better. Oh, and yeah. it's just, it's a frustrating. Yeah. The Batmobile stuff was fascinating too. I didn't realize how much work went into that Batmobile. Like, oh, God. Yeah, they literally imagine. 3D printed every single piece of the engine like every piece wow. of the thing was custom made like it's it's insane uh 
And then obviously it fully functions, all that stuff. It, it's it's awesome. All that stuff's awesome. It's, uh, but yeah. So as much as I already love the movie, I've already seen it a bunch and will continue to watch it a bunch and love it. I even have more respect than I already did for for the movie itself. So anyway, we're just going to talk about the Batman at some point every episode, probably at this point, which is perfectly fine with me. Um, oh, absolutely. Okay. I don't really have much else. I've gotten back into the shadow. Yeah, the nice. Few weeks. So uh, I was really into that back at the beginning of the year, and then now I've gotten back into that again. Been re-listening to the audiobooks of it multiple times, and I'm almost done reading the second second book. I read the first one back at the beginning of the year, and now I'm almost done reading the second one because you can find the PDFs of it of all of those for free. So they're really hard to find in print. That's the part that sucks. I'd much rather read them like the actual books, but they're hard to find. And even when you find them, you're going to be, you know, they're not super cheap. I'm not paying 20, 30 bucks for these books. But anyway, um, I did buy the graphic novel shadow 1941, the Hitler's astrologer. I'd read oh, it before. Nice. Yeah, I'd read a digital one. version of it, but uh, I bought it because it it's. Uh, I remember I was watching more Razor videos talking about the Shadow, and he was talking about how much that this particular book was printed by Marvel. So there's a lot of copies mm-hmm. of it. So yeah, so I bought like a near mint hard copy for like thirteen bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, real nice one. So uh, I that that's a good. That's a. It's just it's a beautiful looking book, and I like yeah, that. Yeah, no stories. kidding. So, yeah, I've read a lot of Shadow Comics now, and uh, I'm trying to make my way through more of the actual books when uh, when I can. Rewatch the movie again, which is interesting. It is. <laughs> it is. It, it has its moments. It does. It's it not does. terrible. Some of it's terrible, but not all of it's terrible. No, no, no. Even by all. Shadow standards, it's it's it has some pretty good scenes, pretty good Shadow scenes. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. And Alec Baldwin's pretty good. He can't do the laugh for crap. But uh, no. the laugh's bad. The laugh's really, really bad. But uh, everything else, I, I don't mind him as the well, shadow. He is a straight shooter. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah, that that's honestly the worst part of the movie, I think. Even some of the goofy stuff. The worst part is he literally just doesn't shoot anybody. He doesn't kill anybody or do anything, really. Yeah, it's weird. That's kind of a shame. Um, even the radio version is sending people to their deaths, even... Oh, if yeah, it's not him, even if it's not him, you know, doing it like anyway, so that that's always kind of disappointing. The more once you once you read the pulps of it, you're like, oh, man, this even even the radio is just not quite as good, even though I really like the radio too. pulp version is just a badass. But yeah, they kind of just go all into it. And the pulps is great. Yeah, he's he's fun. It's a great character. I hope they do some. Well, I don't because everything sucks now, but. If everything didn't suck, I would hope they would make something again with the shadow. It'd be I, I want these days. They will probably. Um, I guess it's like series. They love their HBO series. HBO Max, man, it's a perfect platform for. Yeah, I'm surprised that we haven't heard anything like that for shadow miniseries. But you know, we'll 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 see. But yeah, so I've been doing more shadow stuff, which is it's it's just so refreshing. Just anything oh, like God, that. Yeah. It's just so refreshing. It's like this is nice. Yeah, totally. Um, the only thing like I've or I tried watching or getting into was the new 
season of the boys and I couldn't do it. I, just, <laughs> I didn't even try. No, I like the first episode. There's one scene that uh, it's so gross and it's just like trying to be so outlandish and shocking. And Angie. I'm like, uh, of course, yeah, of course, you know, you expect that from the boys, but you know me, I like nothing grosses me out. And yeah. I just watched it. And I was like, this is so like nasty and just trying to be like, Oh my God, which granted yeah. that was also what the, the, you know, um, NS like, comics were like, you know, that was the whole point. It was, Oh my God, look what happened. But yeah. between that and then just the show becoming so formulaic, like so many other shows where like, unless Homelander is on screen or Billy is on screen, I just found myself fast forwarding because yeah. it would just be, Character talking about their tragic backstory. Character talking about their tragic backstory. Hmm. I'm like, I, I don't care. And I, so I think I stopped on like the second or third episode. I know one or two has come out since, but I'm done. Like, I I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. No, I um. <clears throat> yeah, I, that I show lost care. all steam it had. I mean, the second season was so bad. I, I never even cared about watching anymore so and that's a show like i think also concept you can't do for like seven seasons no no you can maybe get like three and just like really make it like airtight and like kind of quite uh cinematic but yeah because it was so popular they're like oh let's make it for at least five and it's like you guys are not talented enough to make this story mm-hmm. go five episodes or five seasons nope <clears throat> nope but uh anyway yeah i uh I, I've I've given up on pretty much most things. Um, Same. I don't watch most things anymore. I don't even try anymore. So. Yeah, just, Kenobi's going on. You, you couldn't no, bother. Me I don't even. It. I don't even want to see the anything. Like I I, I can't even. I don't even even with Boba Fett, I was watching some of the reaction things on it and people right, people, people shit talking and stuff like that. It was still yeah. kind of fun. Watching yeah. the videos, you know, talking, you know, exposing it to talking about how bad it was. I'm over all of that. I don't want to see anything mentioned. I quit watching all of that section of YouTubers. I don't watch at all anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I can't watch any of you guys. I appreciate you guys like yeah. and all yeah. that stuff. But you, you guys are missing the point now. You, you can't even talk about it anymore. Beast. You, you yeah. can't even talk about it. Like, no, I don't want to see one thing talking about Kenobi. I don't want to see one thing talking about anything Star Wars. I don't want to see anything talking about any Marvel show. I don't want to see anything talking about. I kind of am still curious about how terrible this Lord of the Rings thing is going to be. Um, no, see, that's my that's where I draw the line. That's where yeah. I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> see anyone because it's like we're at this point now where, even though it's a tired old saying, you know, no, any press is good press. Yeah, it's true. And so yeah. even these shows that are getting lambasted and torn apart, rightfully so, that's making traction. And then yeah. it's also spurring on a whole other sect of people who just like seeing man babies and mm-hmm. diehard fans, as they call them, angry and triggered. Yep. And so that gives them like that's what happened with Last Jedi. It was like, oh, finally getting to see all the Star Wars fans I hate get their comeuppance and now seeing them all melt down and freak out is glorious. Mm-hmm. And so they end up supporting the movie, even if they don't even like the movie themselves. Yeah. And so like not and, and Razor Fist has a perfect model. He's like mock it and then move on. Yeah. And, and no one is really moving on. It's the classic, you know, any screenshot, any story beat, there's a whole video devoted to it. So yep. like whenever I see 
someone share a picture of one of the Vanity Fair uh, photos of Reams of Power. They're like, look at this. Isn't this terrible? I'm like, I know it's terrible. <laughs> like, I'm not going to react to it because just right. reacting to it is giving them clicks. It's like, imagine if no one watched it other than people are like, oh, what is this? Uh, is this like the movies? You know, like mm-hmm. the old people who, you know, don't have their ear to the ground on anything. Imagine if that happened and Amazon was like, oh, crap, we're not even getting negative publicity. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, wait till it comes out. Watch it if you if you must review it. Tell everyone how bad it is. And that's it. Let's exactly. not let's not do the whole rumor mill thing anymore. It was a lot of fun for Rise of Skywalker. I will fully admit oh, absolutely. I had a absolutely. blast, but I'm I'm over it now. I'm done because, and, and, because again, and, that was the whole thing where we're like, okay, well, this is the end. Like, this is so terrible. Look at all this stuff. This is it, you know, so we can enjoy it like this. It's going to be done. And then yeah. it wasn't. And it keeps happening. So it's like, okay, now we need to be because done. Elephant in the Room, as much as we all tore that movie apart, still made a billion dollars. It did. It did. You say whatever you want for Domitian Returns, it still made a billion dollars. So can't ignore it. Now, whether it actually made money or not, I'm not quite sure. They probably spent a billion dollars on that thing. No, no. Yeah, exactly. So, but still, I mean, they can they can at least brag like, yeah. oh, well, you know, even at our worst, we were still making a billion dollars. Although and that the is fact true. that they haven't the fact that they have no plans right now of making any more movies yeah. about Star Wars kind of tells everything you need to know. Because all they want all they want is for people to keep signing up for Disney Plus. They're gonna put everything on Disney Plus yep. as long as they can. Because they're just hoping people sign up for it forget they even are subscribed and they just keep getting, you know, a, a mm-hmm. um, subscription for it. Cause that's better than, you know, one movie ticket per person is one movie ticket every month from everybody. That's what they want. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, ah. you're 100% right. And, uh, yeah. So I'm, I, I don't, I will not give any attention anymore to anything. Star Wars probably ever. Um, yeah. I just I I don't I don't I I'm 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 at a point right now where I'm trying to be less mad about things. I yeah. I just I I am. I've I've it's it's too exhausting and we've had several good things now this year. We have. So yeah. I'm 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 done. I'm done. I'm done with all of that. That's a, um That's the right attitude. And so, so yeah, that, that's, I guess the best I can say about any of that stuff. Um, okay. Real quick. You watched any movies? Uh, I watched other than, other than one Gun that we're going to, yeah, one, uh, my sister's made me watch that promising young woman movie that came out a couple of months ago. With, yeah. Uh, I think Karen I remember Morgan. hearing about it. Yeah. It was nominated for best picture. Uh, I didn't hate it as much as I thought it, I would, I thought like, going into it just from what i had seen and heard about it i already kind of figured i knew what the movie was going to be and it wasn't too much like i like i thought it was just going to be look how awful men are men are toxic blah 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 every man's a rapist um and granted pretty much i don't think there was a, a a positive male character in the movie but it was at least written in a way that was smart it wasn't just like i am woman hear me roar but um like I told my sisters, because they loved it. I'm like, I, I think being a guy, I'm like, I just, I, I'm not gonna appreciate this movie as much as you guys do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I recommend it, but it, it wasn't bad. Uh, and the ending was ballsy and uh, well earned, and I did not see it coming because oh, nice. I thought it was just gonna be classic, like you know, revenge. Like she's 
beating up guys three times their size and it ends up, but it wasn't, it was, it was like shocking and realistic in a, in a premature way. But um, yeah, that, that was the only movie I saw. Gotcha. Uh, I finally finished and watched all of office space. Oh, nice. I don't like it as much as most people do. I think I know you're very picky about your comedies. I think it's fine. Has good moments. Yeah. It's not one of my favorite comedies. Um, it was fine. Uh, and then I watched Silence. I saw. I saw you hated it. Didn't love it. Yeah. It was. You know, I I have to say this is a movie. I I guess you could say I'm an unfairly judge. I guess as far as as a movie goes. As a movie, it's 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 really good, really good oh, movie, of course. really good acting, um, good story, interesting. Obviously, you know, it's just the the way it's made is just nice. The the grittiness, the you know, zero music, all that stuff. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. all that's really good. I I hated the ending so much. It's really? it's just a terrible ending. Um, I don't like the implications of the ending. And uh, that that could just come from just personal bias of stuff, but it's just like I I I did not like it at all. I didn't I didn't like the implication of this is a good thing. Uh, I know what you're talking about. And and it was 100 percent like, oh, this is the right choice, and you're just like, no, no, it's not. It's it's definitely not. And, and, and the, and again, I don't even mind what happens. Like I could even be okay with, oh, this is a fall or whatever. Like I'd be okay with that even, but the implication of this is the good thing that happened and the right thing, that's what got me. And I'm like, nope, this is definitely wrong. Here's Martin Scorsese and yep. Don't let Martin Scorsese make any Christian things. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think you're missing it because I felt the same way. Uh, I, I felt the same way when I first watched it. I, and I know what scene you're talking about. It's the, the climax of the movie. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, I, I, I was like, I was disappointed too. I was like, no, why'd you do it? I was like, but then, uh, and there's some videos on YouTube uh, you, you could watch, um, not long by any mm-hmm. means, but it really kind of opened my eyes. It was like, oh, I'm kind of coming at this from just a very kind of straightforward you know raised christian my whole life kind of like uh, like a, a, a area of like pride almost and uh but that's the whole so finally, thing like, they're trying to push in the movie itself what that he's like doing this for his pride yes that's the whole liam neeson character that's the whole thing oh, they're not- trying to talk about in the movie and then the whole scene is in his mind, Jesus telling him this is okay. That's the whole climax of the movie. And you're like, no, this is definitely not. See, I disagree. I think it is okay because he's saving lives. But he's not. He's not he is. The, 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 the poor people hanging upside down, if he doesn't step, they're going to die. And then it's like, who See, does the to me, that's they, even more prideful than what they're trying to talk about in the movie. 
You think you're power. You're, you think you're more important that you're supposed to denounce faith and turn your back on God and now go completely against him with this regime. And it's and you really think that's your decision now to make. But he doesn't denounce them. That's the whole thing. Yes, he does. In, in the eyes of Japan. But like there are other stuff you probably missed. Like later on, you know, when um, Andrew Garfield and Liam Neeson are having to inspect items, you know, and say whether or not they're Christian. There's one item where Liam Neeson looks at it. and He goes, not Christian. And then Andrew Garfield takes a closer look. And he's like, oh, it's actually there's a hidden idol. And Liam Neeson kind of gives him a look of like, bro, do you not get what I'm doing? And then later on, when he says, our God, and Andrew Garfield calls him out on it, he's like, you said our God. And he's like, no, no, I didn't. It's like, it's just showing, and then the very final shot of the ending, showing Andrew Garfield what he's holding, shows that he never loses his faith, because the yes, Japanese, yes. all their best efforts, they yes. can't. I un- yes. So you're not, I you're understand. Not, to me, you're not denouncing. Yeah. I No, and I told, I understand that. But also, the Bible literally says, if you denounce me before men, I will denounce you. Like, you're not supposed to live like that, regardless of if you think, oh, I'm doing the right thing. Like, it's it goes against everything that's taught. And and, and they're trying to spin it like, oh, this is a good thing. And it's it's not. Yeah, well. And it's, I guess frust- we, I it's mean- frustrating to see it portrayed that way because I totally get it and I get what's happening and I get the way it's being portrayed and I understand how some people could, you know, could look at it that way. But there's, you know, th- there's there's one thing to be the missionary in the place and go in there as, you know, you're going in as a teacher and I'm doing this and whatever. And then, you know, you have the whole secret or whatever missionary aspect. That's different than being the face of a regime that is actively like hunting down Christians. There is a difference. No, totally. And I don't like the way that they're portrayed. I I get the whole thing. If he didn't lose his faith, I, I get that. I totally get that. But to me, that's all coming from a personal selfish thing of I don't want to feel guilty about these people. I don't want, you know, whatever it is, I I, I think it's wrong. So that's the part I didn't mm-hmm. like. Well, movie itself, I enjoyed. Like the movie. Thought yeah. it was a good movie. Yeah, of course, of course. Andrew Garfield's yeah, phenomenal. And Adam Driver's phenomenal. Uh, everybody's good. Even the, the Japanese actors are all fantastic. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's really good. Um. So yeah, no. As a movie, I enjoyed it. As a as as the message of the movie, I did not. So, like I, I said, mean, that's that's not surprising. The, the movie when it came out had the exact. It was like fifty fifty. Like people loved it or hated it. Yeah, yeah. So so that was the thing. I was on board until the way it portrayed stuff at the end, and and that that's the part I didn't like. Again, I almost would have been more okay if it was just fully, just he broke denounced. What I almost would be more okay with that than the ending hmm. that they actually had. So see, I, I love the ending, but yeah. So anyway, uh, that that's it. That's all I've seen. So not a lot really in the past no, same. little while, but it is now time. Finally, we always talk way too long about everything that doesn't matter. Um, well, it does matter, but not the main topic of whatever we're talking <laughs> right, about. Right. And, 
we got to talk about Top Gun Maverick because, Ian, I, I say this with all certainty, this movie could not have been any better. No. There is not, no, not one for what thing it was. that could have happened or done different. Like, there's not one thing you could point to of like, oh, if they maybe did this, it'd be a little better. Maybe if they... Not one. This movie was as perfect as this movie could have ever possibly been. And it was outstanding. And I loved every yeah. second of it, both times I've seen it. Yeah, because I, I was the most skeptical about this movie. Because one, I'm I'm just over 80s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I was worried that, you know, this was going to be just another nostalgia bait like oh we're just trying uh recapture like no creativity just all the old familiar bits you know, like your typical soft reboot is yeah. you know just completely creatively bankrupt um and like no the trailers blew me away because I, I i appreciate the first movie but i don't love the first movie i love the first movie. like most people do yeah i know you do yeah um so like i wasn't as like you know hyped up about this movie but i mainly just wanted to see it for the filmmaking technique which we'll talk about, but even, but I loved it. And I'm like, I'm exactly like you. I think it was perfect. And even the two, like only complaints I have, I'm like, you couldn't change. Yeah. Um, so like, and we'll get into it, but no, you're, you're right. It's, it's for what it needed to be and what it like was trying to be perfect execution. Yep. Uh, just to just think spoilers to this movie. Um, of course I, I will say, there's one thing I wish would have been different, but okay. it is impossible. So, yeah, like that's why I don't count it against it. I wish Val Kilmer could have been a full on character in the movie. Of course, that's the only thing that I wish was different. But obviously that that's impossible. It was, it's never you know, it wasn't going to happen. And with and, that, and the being, way they, the, yeah. yeah. And with that being the case, this was handled so freaking perfectly. Tastefully. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Again, it was just masterful. And Cuz it could have been it could have been bad. It could have been yep. CGI recreation on a, mm-hmm. someone else's body like oh bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Again, I wish Tom Cruise made every Hollywood movie because Yeah, I know, right? Like look, obviously Tom Cruise is, can't do this forever. He's 60 no. almost years old. He doesn't have much more physically. Right. The man, I am just hoping that this man runs production company and can, even if he's not in it, can forcibly make these movies happen, just like he's being able to do now. I hope, I hope as so. a producer, he'll be able to do the, do this, continue to do this. I do- My only worry, though, is I don't think he will be able to in that capacity because I think in order for him to be so fully invested and like, you know, passionate, it has to revolve around him. Which, so but, but, not, but, but again, when it physically can't, that's what I mean. Like, I, I know, but I just don't know if he'll ever, like, I feel like if he can't be the, the center of it, if he can't be on the screen, he's really not going to care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you might be right. You, you might be right. I'm, I'm hoping not. I'm holding out hope I that do. even after he can't physically do it, he'll still be able to get movies like this made. Um, I, I do too. But I also think not just him, but I think the other person who has been the best thing to happen in his career is Christopher McQuarrie. Yes. Because at this yes. point, Christopher McQuarrie is the the freaking the like 
the A team of saving movies and yeah. just like whenever a movie is like in that production hell and it, the script is a mess and they have no idea Christopher McQuarrie swoops in like Batman <laughs> and just <laughs> just knows like the missing piece yeah it just and so I, I totally believe that he, he also his insight and him just working on this with Tom obviously they they're, they're, they're probably at their best together um, yeah oh yeah but for I'm sure I'm hoping like. If Tom Cruise isn't that guy, I'm like, make Christopher McQuarrie a producer on every movie. I agree. I totally agree. Um, and, I mean, and even, and, and he never gets talked about, but even the director, yeah. uh, yeah. Just, what was it? Kaniski? Is that how you say his yeah. name? Look, the dude, I didn't, I, I didn't realize he was the director of only the brave. Yeah. It makes yeah, a yeah. lot of sense. The man knows Does how to now. work with Miles Teller. That's for sure. Cause until oh, this movie, uh, uh, only the brave aside, I hate Miles Teller as an actor. I do not even like uh, even Whiplash. I, I Whiplash is fine. I, I don't I don't like it nearly as much as most people. I think it's oh, well. I think it's fine. I I understand. I understand why like why it's rated so high, and I think it's brilliantly made and acted and everything. I just don't particularly like it. Um, oh, okay. It was it was fine, you know, but that's not one that I'm gonna. And he is good in that, and I totally understand that he's good in that. But I guess I just don't think about it because I just don't like don't like the movie as much. Um, yeah. But usually I don't like him. Um, I first knew him from Insurgent because I was on that movie. Oh and right. So he was there, <laughs> and he's a dick. Um, yeah, I've heard he's a dick. Yeah. So, I never I never liked him. <laughs> but I didn't like him ever until I saw Only the Brave, and I was like, oh, okay, that was great, and he's great. Yeah, yeah. Then, then see him in this, and I'm like, oh no, no, he's really great. <laughs> he can be, yeah, absolutely. Good gosh, that he's per, oh, he's so good in this movie. He's so exactly. good. Um, everybody's, everybody's, but again, everyone really is. Like that's the thing. Like there's, yeah. there's no. For me, there's no flaw to the movie. There, there's nothing that you could point to that. Oh, this. Even even the Jennifer Connelly thing I thought was handled well. I saw some yeah. people complain where they're like, oh, I wish it was more ingrained. And so it's like, no way. What is wrong with you people? No, it was no, done no, no. barely enough, just enough to be a thing. Never yeah. harped on too much. Never took anything away. Not sappy. Nope. Not over the top. Real, real brief, straightforward, not overly dramatized. It felt, to be, and to be honest, it felt more real than most relationship yeah. things we've seen in movies. I also love the fact that it wasn't Kelly McGillis, not just because I don't care about Kelly yeah. McGillis, but just I liked that it was a different person. I saw some people yeah, complain to like, oh, well, what? We don't know anything about this character. Where did the, like, what has happened? It's like, yes, it's been 40 years. You think these characters would have had lives outside of the movie we watched? It was so refreshing seeing like this whole life stuff that has happened that we and haven't actually, seen. Um, uh, uh, Kelly McGillis, her her character, or McGinnis, her character in the first Top Gun mentions a girl named Pen uh, uh, Penny. No, she doesn't. Meg Ryan. Yeah, she does. does. Thank you, Meg Ryan. Yeah, but no, they mentioned yes. her character, so it's not like she even came out of nowhere with the the first movie. Yes, it, and again, I was going to get to that. That's even more impressive. Oh, sorry. Of uh, yeah, of they even tie, they did even tie in a line, but it wasn't a character. And, and they had a whole no. backstory of they had this. They've had multiple on and off relationships. It's never worked. He's always left. Whatever. Like, there's all this great backstory we get in a few conversations. And right. they, they're true to the characters. 
so I, I enjoyed it. I saw some people like give little nitpicks of like, oh, I wish this. It's like, no, you guys are wrong. We did not need any more than what we had. It was just enough. No, um, no it was perfect. I, I, it was weird. I, I literally get to see anyone have any nitpicks. So I was. That was just one that. like very, very brief, like never like a major, just real, real little. Because no, um, again, there's nothing major. You can't point to anything. Major. It's all done so well. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, so uh, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start with with this well, movie. Well, I know you mentioned you had one issue, and I had two. But like, oh no, no, that, that just... was no my issue. I didn't have an issue. The only thing oh. I wish was different was we had Val Kilmer as a real, as an actual. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, a big time character in the movie. That's the only thing I wish was different. But you, that can't even be no a control. nitpick because it's it's impossible. Right. It was literally They're impossible. Out of their hands. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have anything. Yeah, like and like even what I have, like you said, this movie doesn't have flaws. This is more of like a personal issue I have because sure. like my only issue with the movie, and this is kind of going back to the whole Tom Cruise, you know, taking a step down, is like I just the only two parts that got me were one like you know their version of the volleyball scene, which was was done very well. It, was it wasn't awesome. You're che- wrong. Was it cheesy You're wrong. and hokey? It was or... brilliant. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. It's not that scene. <laughs> it's just him being out there with these like 30 year olds with their six packs and Tom Cruise like, hey, I'm just one of these. Like I've got my shirt off too. It's like, Tom, you look good for a guy who's 60. Nope. Like, I liked it. I thought it was great. <laughs> I love seeing him out there and, and it was just enough. He wasn't out there the whole time. He had to bail at no, one point. No, 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 I appreciate that. I appreciate that part where he's like, yeah. I, you know, I gotta, I'm 60 years old. I can't be right. doing this like you guys. But I just kind of found that funny of like, you've got all these like good looking, young people and tom cruise is like i'm just as good looking as they are it's like Mm -hmm. all right tom but yeah you just gotta laugh at that part so that was like my only thing and then the only other issue i had because i was really thinking you know the the whole point of the movie is that they have this incredible hard mission that tom cruise has to prepare these pilots for Mm -hmm. and so like the the central conflict of that is he has to pick the team leader you know is either gonna be rooster or hayman and I, I really liked that. I was like, oh, perfect. We got this little dynamic going because, like, Heyman's the better pilot, but Rooster is the better leader, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I was really interesting. And I thought, kind of like I thought in Mission Impossible 4, where I thought it was eventually going to be handed over to Jeremy Renner. I'm like, okay, he's going to have to pick Rooster as a team leader, and Rooster's going to have to be the hero. And then, of course, it isn't what happens, though. Tom Cruise himself has to be the team leader, but they were smart and it wasn't him deciding that it was John Hamm being like, damn it. You know what? It's clear. Only you can, you know, lead this yes. mission because if you had Tom Cruise get on the podium and be like, I've decided that the team leader is going to be me. <laughs> it it would have been like, <laughs> Oh no. And so that was the only part where I was sure. like, I, I thought the movie was going to be a little bit more mature. Not that this movie is immature in any regard, but I was, I guess kind of unrealistically hoping that again, he would finally like hand the torch over to somebody, but I think it's clear. Okay. Tom is never going to do that. Perfect. And you know, of course you want Maverick to be in the finale. Yeah. So I want to, I want to, I'm going to butt in here. Um, everything Ian said was wrong and he's completely <laughs> wrong. Everything he wanted was wrong. Everything uh, was wrong. And that's, that's, un- we, no, we need more movies where the person we want, we low in love is still a badass. 
that's true. I mean, it needs to come complain. back. I don't care if it's really. I don't care if a sixty-year-old could actually fly a jet better than the twenty-something-year-old just graduated. I don't care. I don't care. It's Top Gun. This is where we get to where movies that are goofy, you can get away with stuff because it doesn't matter. I want to sure. see Maverick go in and kick the shit out of everyone else in completely unrealistic fashion, just way better than everyone still. Yes. No, I mean, I can, I can I believe that part. I, I, no, I, I actually, as you were saying that, I realized there was something that I think doesn't make any sense in the movie. Oh. Uh, okay, let me let me take that back. Doesn't make any sense in the logic of the movie, like the world, but makes total sense in the actual execution of the movie, and you have to have it 100%, and I totally agree. Um, 100%, you're picking Hangman as the other pilot, not Rooster, in that situation at the end of the movie. You're not so picking the guy who can't even fly the plane right. Like, you're nah, not. And then as soon as he's flying through, he's still way back. little panic attack. And you're like, you should have never picked this guy. The other guy's clearly better. I, like, I Hangman's clearly better. And um, so that was the only thing. But again, I'm like, no, but 100% you are having Rooster in that. And I totally agree and would and want him there. And, you know, so I'm totally on board. But in reality, you're not picking Rooster over Hangman in that scenario. No, I, I think you're wrong. I think even reality for that mission. Now, here's the thing. You have a mission where you need one pilot. Hands down is Hayman because he's the most skilled pilot. If you just need one plane, one guy to get it done, without doubt. But because you needed the four team, the four plane team, that's why you couldn't go with Hayman because Hayman would have either jumped the gun, would have gone ahead of them, or it would have you know completely outran his spotter or whatever behind him. So that's why I think you had to go a rooster realistically. Eh, sure. I mean, that's fine. I, I get that. But it's like you have the dude who couldn't even complete the course and you're going to pick him to go on this yeah, I mean, mission. Yeah, of course. That was a little, you know, movie smaltzy, you know, which I and which I'm fine with because I totally yeah, agree with that. Yeah. And it, um, it gives you the payoff. Yeah, which 100% is one of the best payoffs I've ever seen in any movie ever. And it was funny. Oh, no. Cause I was sitting there and I'm pretty good at, I'm, I'm good at predicting things in movies. It's easy. Usually for me, I didn't predict nearly as much in this movie as I should have. And I think it's cause I was enjoying it too much. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I saw it for the first time with my girlfriend and she picked up more things that were going to happen before they did than I did. <laughs> and I, I, I'm just going to think that it's cause I was enjoying the movie enough and not cause I, I'm I bet it was. Yeah, because um, like when when you're really sucked in the movie, you're not. You're I didn't not, think like, about the Tomcat. Exactly. Never thought about it. I should have. I normally would. Right. Never thought about it. I didn't either. And uh, and I love the fact that they actually made it for a little bit in the movie when you see it the first time. Think that Maverick might actually be dead. Yeah, they, they, those were great fake outs. Uh, but again, then looking back on it, you're like, oh, no, of course not. Tom Cruise ain't going to be done. It's it's Maverick. Yeah, it's no. called Maverick. It's about him. And we don't want him to be dead. Like, I'm fine with this. No. But but at, but at the time, you're like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe this yeah, is the yeah. send out of the character. And so you kind of had a little bit. It made you invest a little bit more than you otherwise exactly. would have, which I enjoyed. And then but the whole time, you're just like the one thing I was think, uh, thinking, I was like, OK, you got to have him. You got to have him fly with Rooster like this got to happen somehow. Of course. It's got to happen. And I was a little confused because 
I didn't realize this, I think, till the second time I saw it. I was so confused why there were only two pilots with co-pilots. I'm like, why are there only two reels? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, I and, then, and then I was like, oh, well, it's because of the laser thing. And I was like, okay. But then Tom Cruise does the whole thing himself. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why are only, if you don't need two, then why do some have two and some don't have two? But it was just, it's literally just because, because Maverick is better. And I was like, all right, fair enough. I'm in that, that, that I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Yeah. So, so once I, I was very confused at first. Um, and again, I think it was just because I was watching a movie more. I wasn't, I wasn't critically thinking nearly as much as I normally do with movies. The first time I saw this, yeah. um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the whole ending is just that, oh gosh, what a great, again, what a great way to just structure a movie. It's just so simple. They don't oh, try and overcomplicate. It's like this, 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 is the mission we're going to tell you it 900 times. We're oh, just going to watch how, you watch how... these things fly. We're going to yeah. add the intensity of that. We're going to do the mission at the end. We're going to give you rooster Maverick flying in a freaking Tomcat. It, it doesn't get any better. No, the, the screenplay for this was fantastic because I love how easy to follow the mission is and how perfectly they just spell it all out so you know what the stakes are. You know, like, every phase of the mission. It's like, all right, this is the part where they're in the valley. This is the part where they have to climb up. This mm-hmm. is the part where they have to... Like, that's that's just perfect filmmaking where you know everything that's going on. And, yeah, there's no extra fluff. I mean, I mean unless you want to argue the romance was fluff, but, sure. I, you know... In terms of like you know how movies are, that's not. But like there could have been a million other subplots. This movie could have been over two and a half hours with all this yep. extra crap, but it wasn't. It was like yeah, just so focused and knew exactly what it needed to be. It was so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was. It was. Uh, it, it was brilliant, um, and it was funny. It was. They made it genuinely again not cringe nowadays movie forced funny like yeah. actual character Natural. funny yeah and it was great the funniest like part bob was great bob uh, was great yeah bob was awesome uh i i think i don't know i have like so many funniest parts of the movie but i think the funniest part by far is after rooster rescues maverick gets shot down maverick runs somehow he runs like 50 miles and yeah. finds him in the middle of the woods and is just yelling at him of like, you know, what do you, what do you do? It just knocks him over. And he's like, what? I just saved your life. And he just starts yelling at him. It's like, I was trying to save your life. That was the whole point. What were you thinking? And he goes, you told me not to think. And he just kind of <laughs> stops. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. Especially because of their chemistry. It, it comes off as a classic father son yep. argument. Mm. Um, I, I think the funniest scene was with, uh, uh, Ice and uh, yep. uh, Maverick at the very yep. end, where he's like, like, "Tell me, who's the better pilot?" And Tom Cruise <laughs> perfectly just goes, "Nice moment. Let's not ruin it." <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was perfect. It was Again, so good. Like you just had a very, a very probably the most emotional scene in the movie. Yeah. And it's like they don't they wait till that scene is over, deep breath, mm-hmm. and then your little nice little funny line at the end to kind of. But it's also in character line yeah, exactly that too yeah it was it was brilliant yeah and we can just talk about the whole brilliance of the whole val kilmer use in this movie which was just so good it was so good to just see his name again during the yep. opening credits and like they the gave forefront. him the end i was so yeah. happy like i, I want to okay I, I gotta talk about this 
I, I was thinking about this the other day after I'd seen it. The, the parallels of this movie to real life, not even parallel, maybe perpendiculars are uncanny. It's, it's so brilliant. The whole thing, like, cause in real life, Tom Cruise, you know, is Tom Cruise, all the stuff. Val Kilmer didn't have the career. He should have 100% yeah. should have been way bigger than he was. Absolutely. And, um, obviously, you know, has dealt with throat cancer. I don't know why so, so many people on news sites and stuff are talking about know that. throat cancer in 20, in like 2014. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? You guys clearly have no idea what's going on. No, no, uh, no, he had it in 2017 and, you know, that whole happened. And I, I forgot that so many people didn't know that because yeah. I'm just so ingrained in it. I've known about this the whole time. Like I had tickets to see uh, Citizen Twain on, uh, I think, at the Tabernacle in February of 2018. And then in like December or no, November or December of 2017 is when the throat cancer started. Um. Like I've known about the whole time, but obviously I know Val Kilmer way more than the average person. But um, but yeah, so that whole thing, and then you know he's done. He has been able to do a couple of things, but you know for all intents and purposes, the main acting of Val Kilmer is done. He can't speak. He had a tracheotomy, and he can't or trachea whatever it is, and he literally cannot speak. Um, and so then you have Tom Cruise, however it happened, bringing him into this movie making him the most imp- okay Go- goose is the most important character in this movie and he's not even in it which is another right. brilliant thing i want to talk about but the most important character in this movie like as far as the world of this movie is val kilmer is Iceman. he's the top of the person he's the admiral he runs the whole thing like he is the most respected all the stuff like he's the top guy and they treat him like that yeah. Tom Cruise treats him like that. And obviously he's still phenomenal. So he can still act as, you know, he doesn't even say anything and he still is just commanding the whole thing. I know. And <laughs> even and his text. Props to Tom Cruise too. Tom Cruise has to do that whole scene. Yeah. By himself. And is brilliant. Um yeah, that's a good scene. But just and he does and so this this whole reverence being portrayed where it's like you know, and that that whole thing, it, it, you know, behind the scenes, they he brings him into this, gives him this role, brings does all this. Stuff. But in the movie, it's the exact opposite. Iceman is doing all of that for Maverick. Ah, that's a good point. In the world of the movie. He's the one who's kept him in the military. He's the one who's bailed him out of all the stuff. He's the one giving him all these opportunities. And it's the exact inverse of real oh, I didn't life. I think about that. I don't even know if that was intentional, but it seems too well structured to not have been. And it's so good. And I've seen nobody mention that because, again, just nobody knows enough. I don't think. No, no, nobody knows enough about uh, Val Kilmer compared to you. But the fact that it's able to just parallel that so well to real life, but but inverse. It's it's brilliant. It was so it's so touching to see. Those are I mean, those are my favorite two actors of all time by far and away. And then to see them being able to do that together. It was, it was, man, it, I was, I was tearing up. It was so good. Oh, oh yeah. It, it, this, this movie got me a couple of times. Like, I think ultimately what 
makes this movie so successful on top of many things, obviously the filmmaking and just the effort and craftsmanship put into it. I think what ultimately has made it so um, like resonate with so many people. Cause I saw this last week. I saw it first time Tuesday and I saw it again last Saturday, both times, both my theaters were completely packed yeah. in the third week. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I saw like a seen... four o'clock matinee on a Saturday out here in Sterling, and it was still more than half full, like in the yeah. third week. Two o'clock Tuesday matinee. It was yeah. full. It was like every seat next to me was full. It was crazy. And, and I think the reason for that is just because of the way they respect all the characters, yep. the young and the old. Yep. And obviously, you just lined out perfectly how they, they treated Maverick and, and Goose and Iceman with just this reverence that you do not mm-hmm. see anymore. But then the new characters, like I was talking to you earlier this week about Heyman mm-hmm. and Heyman is the ultimate litmus test of good and bad writers. Cause bad yep. writers, especially bad writers today would have seen Heyman as, Oh, he's a toxic male who's just, you know, a chauvinist and full of himself. We need to take him down a peg. Mm-hmm. And this movie was like, no, he's not the bad guy. He's, an asshole. He's selfish. Yep. He's cocky, but that's not villain material. Yep. And so he gets humbled when he's not the team leader. But then, the arguably one of the best moments and payoffs of the movie is mm-hmm. when he saves their asses. And it's like, because like we, you know, we had the two fake out deaths. We we're like, oh my god, is Maverick dead? And we we're like, oh my god, is Rooster dead? Mm-hmm. And then you know they're finally on the way back to the car- uh, carrier, and you got the last bandit. And it's like, oh, all hope is lost. And that was the one moment where I finally like predicted what was going to happen. I was yeah, like, "Me too." You know what? A good movie would have Heyman finally yep. step up, and sure enough, that's what happened. And that's a cra- another example of it's okay to be predictable because mm-hmm. the predictable outcome is the best outcome. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I saw. That's the one part. Like I said, I you know I wasn't paying attention. I I missed some things that I probably should have seen ahead of time. That was one right. that I definitely did not miss. No, I knew that knew that, that was coming hundred percent yeah. and I was perfectly fine with it. And it was awesome. It, it's only natural because it's like, okay, he's not going to do anything again. He's the best skilled pilot out of the bunch yep. without a doubt. Yep. And you, now you have a perfect scenario where the mission is over and you just need the best pilot out there to shoot down yep. these, you know, state of the art fifth generation fighters. Who's going to do it? The guy who hasn't done anything, the whole climax, yep. it's just, it's, it's writing one one Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and no, perfectly so many, executed, perfectly executed. But so many writers today would be like, oh, no, he's just we can't let it be Phoenix. The one putting him in. Yeah. His and Phoenix was well done. Like, she, yeah, she was she great. Annoying. Again, Again every, because it was a realistic military person. There's yes. not really a lot of I and mean, you would you would know you were there. Yep. There's not a lot of male and female dynamic in the military. No, there isn't. And when there is, it's usually oil and water. Right. It's like. And, and, and it was also funny to see, like, when the trailer first came out, there were all these people who were like, what the heck, they have to put the chick in there? It's like, okay, no, this is one instance, this is a job in the military that women can do. Right. And there are plenty of women doing it. This isn't female Navy SEAL. It's right. like, no, you're absolutely female fighter pilots because yep. you only have so much fuel. Right. So, no, and, and, and her character was perfect. Like, it was. When Heyman leaves them to dry when they're, you know, when they're doing the test runs mm-hmm. and she's calling him an asshole, it's like, yeah, you'd be mad too. Mm-hmm. This isn't her being like, "How dare you insult me as a woman?" Like right. she never got on a soapbox <laughs> or anything. Yep, yep. It was great. Uh, okay, another thing I want to talk about that I haven't seen enough people talk about um, about this movie. 
another brilliant aspect, again, where this movie is even better than it should have been and even better than the people praising it realize. One was yeah. the Val Kilmer-Tom Cruise dynamic that enough people didn't understand, the, the full extent of it. Two, do, do, do people understand that literally, not quite, but pretty close, Rooster and Hangman are like the inverse of Maverick and Iceman? Oh, yeah, that's it should be obvious. Are people not picking up on that? I haven't seen people talk about it, but because it's not exactly Rooster is not quite Iceman. That that's no, of not quite. But I love how they flipped it. Rooster's the good guy. Hangman's the antagonist. But Hangman is Maverick. Yep. 100%. There's not one difference between Maverick and Hangman. You watch the no. first movie, Maverick is an asshole. Yeah. But but he's the star of the movie, so it's it's edited that way, to yeah. where you don't realize it, necessarily, and and you think you know oh Iceman's kind of the antagonist. He's never the bad guy, but but he's no. the antagonist, and Tom right. Cruise is the protagonist. That's so not true. No, Maverick that's, should that's, have been like arrested multiple times yeah, from the first movie, yeah. and Iceman is the one following all the rules and who's. A Better. far superior pilot to, to Maverick, right. by the way, which I love also that they that's another thing. Maverick's, you know, he's still the best in this movie, but there's still the line at the beginning when he's like, both of us are top in our class. And he's actually I was second. Like, yeah. they still have that, which I loved. Yeah. But but uh, I saw someone mention this and it's another thing. Just how good Iceman was in the yeah. first movie. Tom Cruise is a little bitch at the end. Oh yeah, and isn't isn't engaging, and Iceman is holding off five fighters by himself. Yeah, Iceman was a complete stud. Like holy crap! Again, not enough people talk about any of this stuff, but uh, but just but anyway, that that's a whole separate issue as to why Iceman's the best. But anyway, um, the just the whole inverse thing of just looking at Hangman as the antagonist and the asshole in this movie when he yep. does not do one thing different. From Tom Cruise, the only difference is he doesn't have he doesn't have a goose. That's the only yeah. difference. Goose is yeah. what makes Maverick the good guy. No, you're you're totally right. Goose is like the the angel on his shoulder, kind of keeping him in line. And mm -hmm. yes, and it's like the the only thing. Even in this that, movie, he's that. Um, yeah, still. Um, like the only part where Heyman could even you could even maybe make the case that he was being antagonistic is just when he presses rooster sure. about you know his dad and that's the only thing but everything else he does nothing is like villain behavior yeah. there's no like no. oh i'm gonna sabotage him so i'm the leader of the class no because it's no. the military yes i know i know a million hate i've met a million haymans yep. in the military guys who are just studs mm -hmm. they know it yep and you can't argue with it you're like god damn it like <laughs> i hate you but <laughs> but you're <laughs> I, I can't say anything when you're running a 11 minute two mile and yeah. like you know you can shoot every expert. It's like, but, but they do need that. They need that humility in some way, and 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 so that's what Heyman ends up getting. And mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, I, I think any other writer, especially modern day writer, would just see that character and be like, now this is a problem. Now we yep. need to address. It's like no, there's nothing you need to address. It's like yeah, he's not the team leader because you don't want him to be the team leader, but he's still the guy you want on the team because he's the best. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, a hundred percent.
And it, it just, it goes into, again, we haven't even talked about like the plot or any of this stuff. It's like oh, all the nuance and, and character work and, and writing work. This is such a well written movie for, for a piece of action schlock, which it is. It is. It has no business being written this tightly, this well, and with this good of established characters. Well, it, it just shows too that like genre does is, should not be an excuse. Like, yeah, as we see with superhero movies, there are superhero movies like stupid Black Adam that is cliche superhero movies, yeah. and just like, oh, well, we know what you know people expect from this genre, and then you have other stuff like the Batman or the Dark Knight that you know supersedes the genre it's like no we're just gonna make a good movie mm-hmm. regardless of what people expect and that's how this movie is because yeah if other people doing this like oh it's top gun it's 80s nostalgia we'll just play up on that angle of oh remember this part remember yeah. this song and that was that's another thing we should and, talk about but, but that's the other thing they did that in the movie but in the best way possible exactly also even the fact that the whole score at the end is just different versions of danger zone right throughout like the whole movie it's just yeah. different versions of Danger Zone. Uh, well, I, I love. It was smart to bring back Danger Zone, especially oh, especially for the opening great, credits. What a great way to start the movie! They're just almost shot for shot. Yeah, same like the, the thing, colors, same music, yeah. same color grade. Well, the whole movie used used that Tony Scott color grading. That's another yeah, thing. I love that. That's another thing I meant to mention about um the uh, uh about uh Kaczynski or is that his name Kaczynski the director? Uh, yeah, the director. Yeah, about him, the guy. Again, this is a problem we have now, but in like the wrong way where we have directors who always have to be like, oh, I directed this. Yeah. And I directed yeah. this. I did that. Yeah. Uh, you know, then you have the opposite, which is Marvel movies where you don't get a chance to do anything. Yeah. It but, was made but, by committee. Yeah. But with a movie like this, he was like, or whoever's decision, whether it was his, he, he went along with it, whoever. But he directed this like a Tony Scott movie. Yep. And, and and it made it look like it, made it feel like it, made it move like it. And it was totally in honor of Tony Scott, and, which is the way it should be because that's the way Absolutely. Top Gun is. And yeah. yeah, so that whole aspect I, I also really love. Like, again, everything happens at, at sunrise or sunset for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> like, every scene is sunrise yeah. or sunset. You're like, what's happening during the day? Like, they're wasting a lot of time. <laughs> but, <laughs> But but it, that's the whole look of the movie. They kept the look. They kept the feel. They kept Danger Zone. They kept the opening sequence. But then they used all the advances in technology, yep. like to to improve upon the action, yep. not just mm-hmm. oh well. We, now we have all these computer and CGI. Look at the yep. power we can do. It's like no. Tom Cruise like, is like nah. Just... You're getting your ass in a plane and puking. Go. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't wait Dude, to see all the behind the scenes. Every scene you feel. Yep. You feel every scene because they're all sitting there like they can barely get their lines out. Like, yeah, they're struggling to talk like you would be if you're pulling five G's in a fighter jet. Yeah. You like, can tell that they of course, they had a real pilot in the actual pilot seat. But then the actors are in the cockpit. They're not in front of a blue, you know, yep. matte job painting uh, behind them. And they're just, you know, throwing smoke and wind at the mm-hmm. cockpit. It's like, no, you can see their, their the veins in their head popping. You can yep. see. Like everything, and, and, and I cannot wait to see all the the oh, behind the scenes and how too. they made it. And just that shot of Tom Cruise making that run, 
Yeah. That whole scene. Where, where he's oh breathing just every time he turns. He's like, he's like going to pass out at every second because not only is he making this run, he's making it like even faster. That he's is such a great old. moment. He's sitting there and, you know, John Hamm, uh, John Hamm's so good at being just he the was worst. Too, yeah. I, I hate him in everything he's in, but in like the best way. And right. um, when he, you know, he's like, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it in five minutes. And they're like, oh, we're all going to die. He's like, you know, what, that's <laughs> fine. And uh, and then all of a sudden, Tom Cruise, you know, just comes in. Yep. All right, here we go. And they're like, what's going on? Uh, you're not scheduled for things. Like, ah, that's fine. I'm going to do it anyway. And then <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm going to put 215 up there. They, they originally were trying like to maybe get uh, to 230. He's like, nah, yeah. screw that. 215. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that part was great. And that whole thing with him just pushing it, like, you feel everything. Like, there's yeah. no real stakes to that scene. The stakes no. are, you know, Tom Cruise getting arrested, you know, basically. But there's stakes, like, I, I guess, as far as, like, you know, what's going to happen in the movie. But there's not a ton of stakes. He's running a training course. Yeah, there's but no, like, chance man, of, like, that's failure the most or intense. death. That's more intense than the actual thing at the end. Yeah, maybe because you know, of course, they're gonna pull it off at the end. But oh, that's so well done. That was it's just, yeah, and, and we haven't even touched on the whole thing of being filmed in jets. We just barely mentioned that, but it's I like know. that in of itself. That's why I said that's why I had no, I had no shortcomings, no worries about this movie because they were playing with house money. Once you make, yeah. once you shot a whole movie for real with planes, all right, I'm in. Like that's yeah. gonna be there. Like even if yeah. the story sucks, it that's there. That's yeah, because that's there. what I said. Yeah, I don't care. Even if the movie ends up being everything I hate about yeah. 80s nostalgia reboots, it's like just seeing the action in IMAX is enough for me to get a ticket. Yep, 100%. And uh, yeah, no, it was, again, it was perfect. The, I rated this higher than the original one. I think it's I like better. it more. Yeah. I think it's it better is. than the original one. I think I thought it improved in every aspect. The only thing the original one, there's only there's two things the original one has that this one had no chance of touching, and it's Val Kilmer as Iceman, right. and it's Anthony Edwards as Goose. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're never gonna have that, and 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 you're never gonna touch the quotes. It's no, just impossible. No. Top Gun is top five all time most quotable movies, best quotes yeah. maybe ever, and they didn't try. No, that, that's the thing. They were so smart. Too. The things that they knew they couldn't do, they couldn't do a full Iceman. They exactly. did what they could, and they did it perfectly. They did not try and make another goose. They used that goose in this movie, basically. Yeah. And they didn't try and overdo it with, oh, we got to make it as quotable. Like, they didn't. They, no. they knew the limitations that they had, and they stayed within the bounds, and they improved all the other stuff that they could. Like and, it and was so brilliantly done, and then and then they even bring back a couple of the quotes, and they didn't do it much. No, couple times when you see Rooster back there saying, "All right, Mav, let's do some of that pilot shit." I'm sitting there about to <laughs> die in the movie theater, and that's 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 the good kind of Easter eggs. Exactly, that's the good, and you don't do it a lot, and so no. when you do it, then it means something. Yeah, and it's subtle too because uh, most people probably miss that, I and mean, it's not like. Oh, John McClane saying "Yippee Kaye" in yeah. the next "Live Free uh, Die Hard" movie, whatever. I think Another I had thing... the biggest smile of the entire movie when that line happened. Yeah, probably knowing you. I was so happy. <laughs> that was such a great moment. I was like, "Yes!" Well. And another thing the original movie has over this movie that this movie can never beat is the soundtrack. Yeah. And they were yep. smart. Whereas, even though they brought back Danger Zone and kind of made that the theme, uh, like you know, for this movie because it's really the theme of the first movie too. Mm -hmm. 
I love how they didn't try to bring back all the other music as well. Like there wasn't a stupid take my breath away rendition when he him and Jennifer Connelly hook up. Mm-hmm. Like there there's some music that you just can't bring back because it only works in an eighties movie. Yep. And then if you try to mimic as I iconic of a soundtrack with mu- music from today, it wouldn't have worked. Nope. So that was another point where they were smart to just not even try and, and focus more on like uh, instrumental and, and the score. Which is what kind of got me in the end. That's one issue I kind of had. Yeah, I didn't like the lady guy. I'm though. sorry. Like, look, I, I think that song's fine. I, 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 I like the song, but boy, does it not fit with the end of that movie. Yeah, it, it just kind of. I want Cheap Trick, Mighty Wings coming in. Yeah. I mean, that. So I, I guess if I had one issue, that would probably be it. I, I just would have, I just would have stuck with the score. I wouldn't have yeah. had that. I think that was what they should have done. But yeah, I, I noticed that too, where it's like, everything's perfect. And then you're like, Oh, I, that, that kind of feels kind of shoved in there at the end, but yeah, but not that, like, that, you know, that, that was it, but yeah, that's it. Please. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I finally saw it again. I, I, I hesitated cause I didn't want to see it in the crappy movie theater here. I saw it. Oh, sure. I drive, I drove two hours away. And saw it in an AMC Dolby theater, which was 100% the way to go. Oh, Oh. man. It was uh, brilliant. I am so pissed about stupid Jurassic World. So I'm glad I went Tuesday and saw it in IMAX because that was literally my last opportunity. Mm -hmm. After that, after Wednesday, every IMAX was Mm -hmm. stupid Jurassic World. I'm like, how insulting is that? A movie that is all CGI, looks like dog shit, is, is taking up the IMAX screenings. Where a movie that is made Mm -hmm. for IMAX. It no longer gets it, but it's like, yep. no, we have to have 500 different showings for that stupid movie. Like, oh, I was so mad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad you did, too. Um, I, yeah, oh, I picked God. to see it in Dolby instead of IMAX. Um, I wish I could have. Just because of the sound. Yeah. Just, oh, man. It was awesome. You just feel every time a plane goes by. And, and talk about also perfect time to release it right off of mm-hmm. Memorial Day weekend and then right in the summer. Like, that's. Yep. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yep. Yep. No, 100%. Uh, yeah. No, it was, um, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. Miles Teller was awesome. It's Rooster. It was. Such Dying a perfect portrayal. Oh, that was another thing I was, I was worried about. I thought it was going to be the classic of you killed my dad and that was the only thing he was mad about. And That's it, it, a good which would have been so right. stupid where it's like, You're okay, right. like I get how there can maybe be something, but also like, no. And no. they didn't. The issue was yeah. something completely unrelated. And then the you're only right. reason that's brought up is because when you're already in an argument with someone about about something, you're going to pull out everything when you're already mad at him. And that's when it you're came right. out. That, that was so brilliant to have that little, you know, he pulls his yep. packet because he's just trying to protect. Mm-hmm. And then also when you when you find out that he's doing it because he didn't yep. want uh, Rooster to be mad at his mother. Like, yep. damn. You're like, okay, like Maverick has really matured. This movie had no business being as well written as it was. <laughs> no, that's why it's a, it's a better movie, I think, than the first one. But I agree. Um, I agree. But no, you're you're totally right because I hate everyone hates that cheap conflict where yep. if, I hate if a it. conflict I hate it can be so resolved, much. yeah, if it can be resolved with one line of dialogue and it never does, yep. that's a cheap conflict. And, yes. and you're totally right. A, a bad movie would be like, "You killed my dad." It's like, no, he didn't. And and the other thing, this this conflict technically could be resolved with a line too but there's a reason right. why it's not there's a reason for it because then he throws his mom under the yep. bus of like well your mom didn't want you to and it's like yep it's like of course that's what you would do and so yeah it makes maverick like a martyr right? yeah it just yeah it's it, oh brilliant and, and you're and not mad at miles teller for being mad 
Exactly. That, that's the worst thing things fall into right now yeah. is there's such stupid, useless drama that you're like, okay, now this character's an idiot because of yeah. the way he's acting. And neither were in this instance. Yeah, it's a classic, you know, end of the second act. We have to have our low point. Mm -hmm. Here's a misunderstanding, a misunderstanding. Oh, I walk in and see you with another woman, even though it's completely like innocent. But ah, I'm going to run away. And now you have to chase after like, no, nothing like that. Nope. No, it's uh, again, it was it was great. There's nothing that could have been done any better. No, it was brilliant. It was awesome. Um, uh, Real quick. I do want to talk about this. I was reading a story. Um, Miles Teller, who doesn't do any press because he's an asshole and everyone yeah. hates him, he only yeah. will go on to Jimmy Kimmel and huh. and apparently Seth Meyers, uh, which isn't Seth Meyers the ABC guy? Doesn't he come after Jimmy Kimmel? Uh, I can't. They're all the same. I don't even care. I think he, I think he is. So that would Probably. make sense why those two would be the one. But anyway, uh, so he's telling a story. Apparently, during the filming, after one of the you know, days filming in the jet. He, uh, he wasn't feeling good. Like even more so than like normal. And it had like broke out in hives and Ooh. was itching, like just terrible. So it goes to the doctor and, you know, it's taking like an oatmeal bath for his hives and stuff. And then, uh, apparently it comes out that when they, when they ran his blood, he had like flame retardant pesticides and jet fuel like in his bloodstream. Oh, from all the, yeah, from all the filming. And, uh, so then next day, and then, then he kind of was like, well, actually that's kind of cool if you think about it. And so then like the next day, Tom Cruise is asking him about it. And, uh, so here's the quote from miles Teller. He says, so I go to set the next day and Tom is like, so how to go miles? What did they find? I was like, well, Tom turns out I have jet fuel in my blood. And without even skipping a beat, Tom just goes, yeah, I was born with a kid. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, might be the best Tom the Cruise quote I've ever heard in my life. That is yeah. just awesome. I mean, like, awesome. say what you want about the guy, but he, there's a reason he's one of the few, maybe the only still like movie star left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So that was awesome. I love that. That's but hilarious. Um, yeah, it's it's killing it. I mean, it's so nice to see this movie making so much money. It's approaching eight hundred million worldwide. Um, It'd be awesome if it made a billion. I don't it's know not if gonna, it will. I don't think. I don't know if anything will make a billion. I mean, No Way Home did, but I don't know if we'll see it again. We might, but we will. But it's just tough, especially with Super Jurassic World and now it might be Jurassic right World. After. To be perfectly honest, it's already almost at five. It's over four hundred million, and it's only it hadn't even been a week. Yeah, well, of course, you know, China isn't yeah. going to see this movie, so. But, uh, yeah, so, no, it's it's already the third highest grossing movie of this year behind Doctor Strange and the Batman. Um, and it, it's going to pass the Batman, too, because it's oh, only, yeah. like, seven million away from the Batman. Yeah, yeah, it definitely will. But it's, it's, our, it's the highest domestic grossing movie. It's the yep. highest movie in the U.S. this year, over 400 million. Um, which is just, again, it's just, it's just night when a movie's this good and you're like, this deserves it. It's just, it's so nice to see it. You know, everyone actually agree, you know, and everyone, everyone think that I, it's just, it's, it's nice to see a movie that deserves it. Do this, you know, instead of freaking Dr. Strange, you know, one of the worst movies ever made. It's nice to see a movie that's legitimately good. Same with the Batman, you know, with the Batman being up there. It's just a good year for movies so far. 
It has. It has been a good year. But, um, I mean, and this is according, you know, it's got a 97% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, when I saw 90, that, I was like, holy crap. 99% viewer rating. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I can't remember last time I saw a movie with this much word of mouth, buzz. I mean, the, the, the way you knew it was so successful and just resonating with so many people. Like, when I went to the theater on Tuesday, it was nothing but old people. And old people are one of the toughest mm-hmm. demographics to get. Like, you won't see old people at Marvel movies. You won't see them at a bunch yeah. of big blockbusters. If you can get the old people to come out in droves for this movie, mm-hmm. you're golden. Yeah, no, it it's it's totally worth it. It's got a 8.6 on IMDb. Um, it's got a 4.2 on Letterboxd, and that's that's the real snobs there. They hate of movies course. like this. They do. So yeah. when if you it's see 8.24, they don't care. Right. So if you see a movie like you know this doing that on Letterboxd, that that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, like we talked about. I mean, they're like maybe personal choices we would like to see, but. There are no flaws with this no. movie for what it was. Nope. There wasn't. It, it's about as perfect as you can ever hope to make a movie. And it is, gosh, it's great. And I cannot wait for this to come out on Blu-ray and oh, tell me about watch it. more of it. And it, it, it's infinitely rewatchable. Like It really is. Uh, seeing it the second time, it, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is still perfect. <laughs> yeah, like my, my mom hasn't seen it yet. So I'm like, oh, I guess oh, I'm going to no. see it again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 well, I'm forced to. I guess I got to exactly. go. Oh, that's awesome. I just wish I could see him freaking IMAX or Dolby, stupid know, Jurassic that World. that sucks. <laughs> but anyway, that's pretty much all I got with Top Gun Maverick. Just brilliant. I think we covered everything. Yeah, just just absolutely brilliant movie. And uh, yeah, I wish, I hope more movies like this are made. Not not like a sequel. I just mean I hope more this type care, of movies. Yeah, and, and, and care is given... To legacy characters that we love, yes. like I love seeing yeah, these characters respected. How look shocking. at that? Yeah, look how successful that is when that happens. Yeah, if there's any lesson to take away from this movie, it's like okay, maybe yeah, you can't put you know actors and F-16s or whatever with you know cameras right on the the front of them in every movie, but yeah. at least just take the care and respect for the legacy characters and new characters. Not go for cheap conflict. Not try to inject your own bullshit agenda into it just make an inter- entertaining movie because this yep. movie was like the epitome of entertaining yep Ugh. yep 100 percent, 100 percent. just just fantastic don't reinvent the wheel like, you don't have to but mm-hmm. movies are great for what they are and this just made everyone remember like why we love movies and going to the movies yes that is the best way to put it best that's another thing this scene saved theaters because like can you imagine watching this on stupid streaming at the well, premiere yeah no no 100 100 it was the right move for sure what they did they it, yeah right move perfect movie for the, this time this situation yeah. right move to wait and thank you tom cruise for all that you do for movies you might be a crazy psychopath in real life but boy do we love you for what you do for movies yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. No, we need more. We need more people like you in this fan in 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 uh, in the industry. That's for sure. Yeah, that's more people sure. like him left Chris Evans, please. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's Top Gun Maverick. So really great. If you haven't seen it, you're good. You're dumb. Go see it. Um, or no, actually, just go see it again. It doesn't matter. You watch yeah, it a bunch why not? Of times. Um, yeah. So uh, make sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. 
Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at MarkyMarkBrand. You can follow me at Ian Burke. Let's go ahead and do that. And uh, yeah, any final thoughts, Ian? Uh, no, I just wanted to uh, correct myself. You were right. The budget for the Batman was 185. Okay, uh, gotcha. Still lower than most movies today, but oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I, I don't know why what I saw said 100 million, but that must have just been early, you know, on a on a com, uh, confirmed. But no, Fair. still incredible for what they did because it made like four times the production budget. Oh yeah, by far. So. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll be back at some point. We'll get back to Batman the Animated Series. And, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all we got. So, again, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. Have a great week.